Welcome to the second solo episode of the Reparenting Podcast. In this episode, I'll be diving into using play and self-care, investing in yourself to reparent yourself. So recap, why do we want to reparent ourselves? Reparenting is about really reaching a new level of authenticity in yourself. It's about really accessing more flow state and feeling better in ourselves, feeling more love and compassion for ourselves and that we're capable of anything. So last episode, I talked about how as children, we are always in flow. And that's the state that we're trying to access more through reparenting. We're trying to undo some of those stories and those beliefs, maybe those emotional blocks that we've set in place through our experience and access that flow state. And the gateway to flow state is play. They have very similar brainwaves. And as kids, we are able to play freely. We pick things up, let them go. We don't have any negative stories around whether we're any good at them or whether this is a good waste of our, a good way to spend our time. And as adults, we've forgotten that. We've forgotten how to play. And the science shows that kids learn through play, that they process all of their emotions through play. They're in their right brain, their limbic brain. And so play helps them to understand the world. And you'll often see them role-playing anything difficult that they're going through. So like if you move house or if there's a new sibling welcome into the family, you'll see that they play that out. And if play is shut down in kids, then they'll start to act out. And the thing is that this is the same for us adults. This, we can still process our emotions through play. We can still understand our world through play. And if we don't, then we do also act out. And we've forgotten the power of play. There's all these cultural stories around the fact that play is not essential. It's a luxury to be able to play. And when I use the word play, let's drill into that a little bit more because Language has power and people can have negative connotations with that word play or really not understand that word play. I had a client who had an association with play as being a punishment. Go and play. That's what she experienced and therefore play was really shut down. And it didn't feel good to invite her to play. So I would encourage you to use whatever word works for you but the intention is something that brings you pleasure something that brings you joy and that's why the title of this is also about self-care because that could be self-care which is a buzzword nowadays right but this is all about investing in yourself which is something we are not great at doing in the modern world but there is a direct correlation between how you feel about yourself and how much you invest in your self-care. There's a lot of cultural stories, especially when you're a parent, about the need to prioritise ourselves and it being selfish to do things just for you. You need to remember that no one will prioritise you except you. And that when you really do have that deep sense of connection with yourself, of knowing that you're worth it, then investing yourself feels much easier. So I want you to tune in now to how much you allow play in your life, how much you allow joy, pleasure, 
you know how many times do you get urges to do something just to take a break and ignore them this is all part of your conditioning and this can really become part of our psyche due to what we've absorbed when we're younger so often our parents relationship with play our caregivers relationship with play and self-care affects us so when you think now back to what you saw when you were younger did your caregivers make space for themselves did you see them enjoying themselves and if so how is that how you now allow yourself to play and you've got to remember that Our caregivers often subconsciously become our models. So perhaps your parents were very social and they like parties, they like drinking, they like, you know, going out a lot. And now you find yourself doing that, but you also realize it's not always very nourishing for you. Or perhaps you saw them never making any time for themselves. They overworked, they overstepped their boundaries. They weren't very good at investing in themselves. And now... That's coming up in you. It's up to you to overcome those things. Once they're in your awareness, now is that moment that you become your own parent. That you start to invest in yourself. Now, sometimes people don't actually know how to do that. That brings up a lot of, oh my gosh, I don't even know where I'd start with that. What is play? What is self-care? And actually, it's about not just play, but play without purpose. We've forgotten how important it is to play for the sake of play. So perhaps play for you might be going to the gym. But there's always a purpose behind that. It's about looking good. It's about health. So can you spot how you're playing currently? And can you spot if you're able to play without any purpose? And if you really are unsure what play looks and feels like to you, then ask yourself, how did you like to play when you were a child? What were the kind of things that you love doing? For me, I loved anything creative. I loved art. I loved making clothes. Now, can you give yourself permission to do those things again? Is there a space in your life that you can create that can open up that flow state, that playful child can come back through again? Now, some people don't remember anything from their childhood. They're not sure. So... For you and for everyone, I would say, just follow your feel good. What ideas bring you a sense of excitement to do? What would make you feel inspired to do? That would bring out a sense of joy in you. Perhaps make a list. Sometimes I call this a play list. A list of things that could take anywhere from a minute to a whole day. And it can be anything at all. I recently joined a choir. I never thought I was very good at singing. I 
it was, I think I picked up something from when I was younger, my piano teacher telling me, I'm not very good at this part of the exam. But I love singing. So I go to the choir and it sets a part of my inner child free. Maybe for you it's maths or it's puzzles or it's some sort of sport or it's something entirely different. But I want you to make yourself a commitment. What can you give to yourself this week that invites a sense of joy, that brings that playful child back out in you, that brings you into a state of flow? Now, just pay attention what brings you into flow. You may be experiencing it already, these moments where you just feel, ah, I'm alive, I'm present, I'm with this experience. This makes me feel joy. Can you schedule more time for those things that bring you flow, that allow you to play? Now, we're all time poor, and I can hear probably a lot of people respond to this, saying, how do I make space for this? especially when I have big responsibilities, especially when I'm a parent or especially when I have this job or especially when I'm juggling a million things. I want you to just ask, why is it important? What's your intention with this? Why would it be important for you to prioritize play? Why have you come to this podcast? There's a part of you that wants to learn more about this art of reparenting. There's a part of you that wants to feel better every single day. There's a part of you that wants to increase your sense of self-regulation, your sense of excitement and inspiration about your life and about yourself. Let that part lead. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm really excited to dive into future strands of reparenting in following episodes. And do also, in the meantime, check out the inspiring guests that I've got talking about their experience of reparenting. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, do hit subscribe and I can't wait to see you back here again soon. You've been listening to the Reparenting Podcast with me, Melissa Maurus. I'm a reparenting coach and I run various programs on this topic. I also hold a regular mother circle called It Takes a Village. If you enjoyed this episode, please do hit subscribe. And if there's someone you feel would benefit from hearing it, please do pass it on. This podcast was edited and produced by Emma Tyndall. Thanks so much for listening.